So Rayim Tov, we continue in the Sefer Biyam Darkecha. And Friday we did the introduction, so to speak, to Elul. And we explained that the main avoda of Elul, of Tshuva, is to return to Hashem. And not to confuse the conditions of Tshuva and the essence of Tshuva. That was the main thing we spoke about. Yes, question. So for Chuba to go with it needs to be fasting, right? right? Chuba needs to be? With fasting. With fasting. <coughs> well, not necessarily. Not necessarily. It, again, fasting could be one of the methods, but not necessarily. Because in, in India, when Elul used to start, we used to fast for 40 days. Like, like just like my hero when we went up, so that is how we got the vision to it. <coughs> well, yeah. that's a, an old tradition yeah. that may have been a successful method in the olden days, but I don't know how successful that would be today. So I would not recommend that necessarily. I too fast till I need to know my Well, okay, <laughs> good. So let's see what the main things are. So now we're in section phase of this first essay. Uh, this first essay is what is tshuva. So the next section is very simple. He says, if that's the case, it is very simple to do tshuva. It is, he says, it's a kolkak pashut. It's very simple. What does he mean? Well, simply you go to Hashem in your own words, but say something like the following. Father, I have made mistakes. I left you. I went after the foolishness of the Yetzirah. Now I regret it very much, and I'm greatly pained by it. I, I already see that the Yetzirah, there's nothing to it. It's only bad and bitter for anyone who goes after it, and I'm not interested in it anymore. Father, I'm returning to you with all my heart, and from now on I am yours. From today, my heart is with you. My desires are to live with you, and I'm going to make efforts to go in your paths according to my ability. That's what Hashem wants to hear. It has to be sincere. Now, in footnote test above, he mentions there are some who are concerned that we should not reveal how easy tshuva is. Why? Because maybe people will fall into the trap of, oh, so I'll sin and then do tshuva if it's so easy. And they figure there are people who will never fix up their behaviors properly because they think, oh, I'm close to Hashem. And that's it. I'm close to Hashem. So he'll take me the way I am. And they're not going to understand that you don't, repeat, uh, you don't improve your ways from tshuva and connecting to Hashem, it's a simon that it's a sign you're not connected to Hashem. You can't just say I'm sorry and not go through the hard work of changing. So people are afraid. Let's not say that it's easy, so to speak. But the truth is, you have to reveal how easy it is. Why? So Jews will merit to truly renew themselves. If we're going to make it seem like it's so impossible, then people aren't going to even try. I maybe people, this could cause people to make a mistake. We shouldn't be concerned with that. Why? Because that's the way the Torah, as it says, 
uh, the verses of the prophet say, the ways of Hashem are straight. Righteous people go in those straight ways while the sinners stumble in them. Okay? In other words, there's the way of the Torah and the righteous will succeed and the wicked will not. And therefore, everything has to be free will choice and a test. And therefore, besides this, we have to take to heart that Shuva is done before our Kodesh Baruch Hu. He's the one who really inspects what's inside of us. So there's no way of doing Shuva and fooling Hashem. So, uh, in spite of the fact that there is a concern that if you think it's so easy, you might think you're not going to have to do a lot of work. Hey, if that's the way you want to treat it, okay. But that, you know, we, we shouldn't make the Torah harder than it is and don't make it easier than it is. But we think the HR, the biggest problem, when you think it's so hard, then you give up. So the truth is, as it's easy and hard at the same time. But you got to focus on the easy part first and then build up to the hard part. If you're focusing first on the hard part, then you're never going to want to do it. That's the point he's saying. And therefore, he continues upstairs. If a Jewish person turns himself to his father in heaven, Hashem will immediately accept him. And at that point, he will become beloved and desirable by Hashem. Because Hashem is always with us. And what does Hashem want? Hashem says, give me my son, give me your heart. So when a Jew decides that from now on to be a person with Hashem, and he feels bad on the bad past that he had, so Hashem immediately will wipe out the past and relate to him with love and closeness as if he hasn't sinned. Now, that's, that's on the first level. Now, obviously, the person has to fix up, fix up the actions. Because from heaven, they're going to tell the person, he says, oh, you're turning to Hashem with all your heart. That's very nice. But still at all, you're, you're filthy. You got to clean up. You can't connect to Hashem with filthy garments, so to speak. And same thing for the future. We say, listen, you're going to have to change because if you really are returning and you want to give nachas to your father in heaven, you have to be careful not to rebel anymore. Okay? But the ikker, but the main thing is to return to Hashem. Okay? Which means to return, uh, to believe in Hashem and to live your life with Hashem with, with a love with all your heart and with a connection and feelings of closeness to Hashem. Now, in footnote Tezayin, he says, when a person goes to tshuva in this way, where the main avoda and the goal is to connect to Hashem and to return to him with all your heart and to live with Hashem, then those good resolutions that a person makes upon himself, that is like an expression of the desire of his heart and the yearning to add as much as you can closeness to Hashem. In other words, what's the source? Are you just making resolutions without getting to the core? Or first getting to the core and then making the resolutions? In other words, a lot of times, if you're making a resolution because, well, everybody else is making resolutions, so I'm making a revolution. 
But it's not really coming from the part of you that wants to get close to Hashem. It could just be something that you're not really that intimately connected with or even believing really that you want to do it. It's just, well, everyone's doing it. I guess I should improve on this. I guess I should remember that. But if the main thing is to be close to Hashem, how is that improvement going to get you close to Hashem? So if the main thing you're saying is, I feel terrible that I've been distanced from Hashem. I want to get close to Hashem. And I'm going to make resolutions. Those revolutions, resolutions have to reflect how are they bringing you close to Hashem. And therefore, those initial resolutions should be things that bring you closer to Hashem. The issue is we're not close to Hashem. So the whole point is, this is the easy part. The easy part is just tell Hashem you really want to be close to him. Let's not talk about even mitzvah observance yet. You want to get close to him. Now that should be relatively easy. Okay, now, we're not forgetting all the hard and heavy lifting you got to do, but you're not ready for heavy lifting yet. Let's just take with the light lifting first. So, you've been far away from Hashem. Okay, so what are you going to do to fix up not being so far away from Hashem? Well, I'll make some resolutions that will strengthen my connection to Hashem. And once you do that, then you can merit true tshuva, with a with an everlasting um, acquisition of that, because that's all you really want to do is to get close to Hashem, and that's all that Hashem wants from the person is to have a heart that is bound up with Hashem, and to love Hashem and yearn to do things that Hashem is happy with with specific actions. And when a person does those actions, he'll pr- proceed to advance further and be successful with more resolutions that he takes. And therefore, he'll find himself in the next L on a higher place. Now, certainly a person has to fix all his actions. You gotta eventually have everything cleaned up and you gotta try your hardest and you've gotta be particular about the details of mitzvahs because that's the way Hashem really wants you to do this. And if you're not really fixing things according to your abilities, it's a sign that you're not really being truthful. But still, that's not the main point. The main point, the true tshuva, and the root of that is the knowledge and recognition of Hashem and His unity and the decision to subjugate yourself and to cling to Him. Okay? And if you're going to try to take big, big uh, resolutions and you think in a short time you're going to be a complete tzaddik with all the details... You're already showing yourself that you think the main thing is changing your deeds and you think you can change everything and make yourself perfect. And that you will for sure not succeed. And even if you have to repair certain deeds, but it has to be together with a fundamental feeling that the goal of all this is to connect to Hashem. And the truth of the matter is, he says in the brackets, the truth is any success is only in Hashem's hands anyway, because Hashem doesn't help you, you're not able to succeed, as the Gemara says. So the only thing you can really, is, is to want. And if you want, and you want badly, okay, now you're going to try. And if we don't understand this point, then what happens is Hashem causes you to fall. Because Hashem wants you to find the truth. And to come to a true tshuva and to true life. And to merit to live that way, What's the key to recognize Hashem, the unity of Hashem, cleaving to Hashem, 
in every detail of your life. That's the key. But if you're thinking, oh, okay, I'm going to learn more Torah. That's probably going to be a good thing. So now I decided I'm going to start Dafyomi. Oh, that's going to be a lot of Torah. Do you know what Hashem does? He says, you know what? And let's say you'd succeed in learning a lot of Torah. You're still not looking at the main point is to be close to Hashem. So since Hashem sees this is not the right focus, he'll make sure you fail. That's why most resolutions don't succeed. Because the resolution is not directed towards the main repair. Many people say, okay, I'm going to top, stop talking Lashon Hara. Okay, that's a wonderful thing. And you may even try to stop talking Lashon Hara. Now, if Hashem loves you, He's going to make sure you fail. What do you mean? It's not an important thing to not talk Lashon Hara. And says, but you think not talking Lashon Hara brings you close to Hashem. If you're not thinking first to get close to Hashem, and what are the ways, and this is the way to get close to Hashem. That's not really what the tshuva is all about. And therefore, and therefore we think, oh, i got to make big changes because I have to perfect myself quickly. And Hashem saying, that's not what I'm into. I mean, I want that at the end, but I want it to be sincere. And if it's not coming from a sincere place, then that will cause you to fail. Now you're going to wonder, so what is it that I do? So he's going to tell us before we end the chapter, what are the specific changes we should be making? We will get to it. But right now, the main, he's trying to tell you, it's the beginning should be easy of tshuva. Just get, drill it into your head. Do you really want to be close to Hashem or not? That's the first thing you have to deal with. Forget about doing mitzvahs right now in the first step. I've done a veros. That means I've distanced myself from Hashem. Do I want to be close to Hashem? Do I want to live a life of closeness to Hashem or not? Now, oh, what are you going to be close to Hashem? You're going to have to do, oh, big, the big list. Forget about the big list. That's the problem. You think it's hard? Oh, the big list. Forget about the big list. Let's keep it simple. Simple. Do you want to really be close to Hashem or not? Yes, but it's so hard. Fine. We're not going to deny it's so hard. Yes, but I'll have to do so much. Not now. Let's just see, do you really want this? And that itself needs time for you to think. You have to meditate on that and say, do I really want to be close to Hashem or not? And what does that mean to be close to Hashem? That means wherever I am, He's with me. And I want Him to be with me and I want to acknowledge that He's with me. And start thinking, is that a good feeling? Is it a bad feeling? What do you think about it? And if, if you're still going to say, I don't really want to be close to Hashem, well, then that is the issue you have to deal with. You have to ask yourself, okay, why don't you want to be close to Hashem? Or the same thing, um, if you have a, 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 a relative, you know, do you want to be close to a relative or not? You don't want to be, why not? You know, it's not a question of, of behaving and doing better. It's like, why don't you? Now, maybe you'll have good reasons. But with Hashem, in truth, is there really a good reason to not want to be close to Hashem? One could say, well, Hashem killed my parents when they were young. Okay, let's talk about that. You think Hashem hates you? Maybe he's doing this for your benefit. Like, it needs a lot of discussion. You got to get to this point where you really genuinely want to get close to Hashem. 
and there are ways that that can happen and there have to be certain resolutions that are focused more on that than on the general great load of mitzvahs that has to happen okay so that is it is a critical point to never forget this idea and this idea alone is relatively easier than all the difficult. Yes, you have to be a Talmud Chacham and know the entire Talmud. And yes, you have to down with Kavana. And yes, you're not going to speak Lashnar. Yes, you're going to know all Halacha. And yes, you're going to be a kind person. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, but you know what? If you really feel close to Hashem, you won't be focused on the difficulty of the job. You'll focus on the pleasure of the job. Which brings us to the next section, Gimel which is telling us if that is what tshuva really is, so there should be simcha in tshuva. And that is another critical component. Because if tshuva means returning to Hashem, our loving Father in heaven, there cannot be any greater simcha in that. No different than a child who decided to run away from his family, and now he wants to come back and he is received with open arms. As we say in the davening and the high holidays, for your right hand Hashem is outstretched to receive the ones who return. Hashem is waiting every minute to take you back. And a child who has gone away from home and now comes back and his parents are welcoming him and they're loving him and they're hugging him and kissing him. Wouldn't you be happy when you have tears of joy, but you'd be happy from that. And although he may have to say to his father, I'm sorry, and he's got to change his behavior, but the dominant feeling that should be controlling here should be an awesome joy. Okay, so even though a primary aspect of tshuva is regret, and the person has to have total regret for the mistakes that they made. And that brings a certain degree of sorrow and bitterness of the soul that the sins <coughs> that I did caused me to be distanced from Hashem. Okay, that is, is true. But remember, that's not the essence of tshuva. The regret is not the essence of tshuva. That's the methodology of tshuva. Yes, there has to be at a certain time sorrow and anguish, but that's not the predominantly aspect of what tshuva is supposed to bring you to. Tshuva is supposed to bring you to happiness, to joy of being close with Hashem. One second. And just like the child who returns to his father, and when he's asking for forgiveness for what he did, certainly he has to regret it, and it's going to be painful to say, I regret it. But if he does, that means he's acknowledging he made a mistake. And the call of acknowledging the mistake is what? Because I want to return to live with my father. That's the goal. Yes, saying sorry is hard. Saying sorry is painful. But what's the goal? The goal is I want to be back with my father. And in your test, he goes a little deeper. He's a little deeper. Everybody feels the great pain and deficiency of being distanced. And therefore, if you can get close to Hashem truly, that's something that should give you great joy. And he says, this is not, this uh, idea of joy is not just for a little bit of time. But that's the overall tshuva, which is 
awesome joy of returning to Hashem and starting to live with Hashem. And the author says there's no sweeter joy than this, where the soul returns to connect to the source of its life. Because the essence of you is your soul, and the essence of that soul is connected to Hashem. And now that that soul has been removed from Hashem, you're not feeling good. That's where, so to speak, Jewish guilt really emanates from. The guilt is a bad feeling because you feel bad you're far away from Hashem. And now you just want to get closer to Hashem. Okay? And even, he says in footnote, I'll take the question in about two minutes. It says, even if you're crying, that crying should be out of an inner joy. Because what is crying all about? Crying means that whatever is happening is touching the deepest part of your soul. Something really deep inside you has been touched. And let's say you did something wrong, so you really feel bad of that. But the real feeling is coming from the joy of returning and from the deep recognition of the, of the essence of Hashem and how much He loves you. And therefore, that type of crying by tshuva is not connected to depression. But rather, that is that type of crying, that's what we call the klipa, the shell. So therefore, that can't be part of tshuva. If you're feeling depressed, that's klipa. That cannot be tshuva. If you're feeling depressed that you've sinned against Hashem, you could feel sorry, you can be sad, you can feel broken, but not to feel depressed. That's, that's a shine you're not doing tshuva. But the Yetzirah's job is to trick you. Ah, I see. You want to serve Hashem? So he confounds you. Ah, oh, you want to serve Hashem? You better be depressed. You better be a nobody before Hashem. And therefore he's going to get double. He's going to, number one, he won't, the person won't succeed. And therefore he doesn't want to even enter this. He says, oh, it's too embarrassing. It's too this, it's too that. Now, this idea is broken, yes, depressed, not. You know, to say, I recognize what was done wrong. You can recognize what's done wrong. You can feel bad that you did the wrong thing. But you know that Hashem wants you back, and you can change that. And as long as you correct that, then you can get back. Depression means, I can't, I see no way out of this. That's the problem. When you are depressed, and say, I, I don't see how I can go back to Hashem. I'm wrong, it was terrible. That's not a good feeling. And therefore, real tshuva, which means to enter into the palace of the king, to have inner connection with Hashem, can only and should only bring joy and light and, uh, um, uh, what's the word, uh, osher with an olive, like uh, uh, confidence or happiness, that it's, things are going to be much better. There can be nothing better than being hugged by the Rabboina Shalom, who's the king and the master of the world. And therefore, the final footnote in this chapter says, and the concept is something that can confuse people who are trying to grow. Because let's say they're trying to serve Hashem, but they fall into a depression from the sins, and they feel they have no hope to reach a true tshuva, and therefore their whole engagement of tshuva is very hard. That's why they don't succeed. 
But if you understand the right methodology of tshuva, again, that the main point is to return to live with Hashem. And when you want to live for Hashem, then everything gets erased. Although, of course, you have to make new resolutions. You have to fix the past. But do it with joy and deliberation from the recognition that the main tshuva is to live with the reality of Hashem and His unity. And that, to live with Hashem, can be done with shlemos, depending on His level. To live with Hashem. And therefore, the sign that you're doing tshuva properly is if you're happy. If you're not, that's the gauge. Are you doing tshuva or not? If you're not happy, you're not. that's not God's tshuva. Because if you really are clinging to Hashem with a true heart, you have to have immediate simcha. And to feel so calm, as if a baby who's nursing from a mother is very calm. And therefore they do everything that's necessary from, from trueness. If you really believe that you're back in Hashem's arms and He loves you and He cares about you, then okay, of course, I'll fix up what I have to fix up. It may be hard to fix it up, but look what I have. Is amazing. And this is what Hashem is telling us all. He's saying, if you make that decision to change, I'm there for you. The past, I can ignore it. Now, the reason why we find this difficult, because many of us have the struggle that if someone's hurt us, they're not able to release it. Somebody hurts me, and I've had a lot of people hurt me over my life. And it's very hard for me to always just completely wipe it away and look at that person as if he never did anything, as a, as a total stranger that I'd be very happy to help the person out. It's very hard for me as a human being to erase that. So I figure, well, I guess Hashem can't do it either. But no, let's not minimize Hashem to reflect our minimized life. Hashem, remember, the child that you really love, and that child that's wayward, if he really sincerely comes back to you, you say, well, I still can't forget that 26 years ago you called me a jerk. Well, maybe that's your problem, but Hashem isn't that. And we have to believe that Hashem really, okay, I know I failed for the last 60 to 65 years. I haven't done the right job. So it doesn't matter. I'm still waiting. The door's still open. And if you come back sincerely, I'm there. I'm, I'm not going to hold anything against you anymore. But be sincere about it. Now, and I don't have to be perfect. And when you let the kid back into the house, do you expect to be perfect the day he comes back in the house? But if he's committing that I will become perfect, and that's the direction I'm looking at. But right now, one thing's for sure, we're going to stop fighting, and I totally want to listen to whatever you have to tell me. Even though you're not... And then, and then you'll know not to ask him too much, too soon, too quick. But you don't get to fight anymore. It's okay, I'll do it. Okay, I'll do it. That is the critical point. Are there any questions? Yeah. Thank you for waiting. Yeah. So, Rabbi, what I understand is, so the sequence is regret, return. Sequence is, I want to get close to Hashem. That's the sequence. But you have to identify, right? First, you have to... I, I, the problem is I'm far away from you, Hashem. What is the real problem here? Yes, I'm doing Averos. Why am I doing Averos? Because I don't feel close to Hashem. If you're feeling close to Hashem, you're not doing Averos, are you? 
You're you're saying lush and hard. Do you feel Hashem's in the room when you're talking lush and hard? When you're looking at something on the internet you shouldn't look at, you think Hashem is with you and you're close to him and you love him? You just kind of ignore him. So you're not close to him. First step of tshuva is you got to want badly to get close to Hashem. And that's your focus. And from now on, I want and well, I want you to be with me and I want to be close to you. That's what I want. Then you're going to say, okay, but if I'm not that, I, 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 then I have to regret. But that's not the key. The key is not the regret. That's painful. The part that's easy is say, Hashem, I really want to be close to you. I recognize I'm far. I want to come back home. I want to be in your arms. I want to be with you all the time. And Hashem will say, you're here. I'm here. You're here. Fine. So then that's step one. Step two, we'll see in a minute, is what are the resolutions you're going to say that will keep you connected to Hashem? And those initial ones are not as hard as the later ones where now we got the regret and changing my life completely. That's the real hard stuff. I'm not denying it's not hard. But if the truth is going to start with the hard stuff, you're not going to want to do this. And therefore, you got to start with the relatively easy stuff and then slowly make the resolutions and the commitments that relate to exactly this idea of coming close to Hashem, which he will explain shortly what that is about. Okay? Good? Clear? Okay. Uh, let's stop it over here. We still have two more chapters before we can finish the discussion. Three more chapters to dis- finish the discussion of El.